and welcome back to the second part of our holiday episode and our last episode of the year. Today is a short one. We didn't want to take up too much time on Christmas of all days. Nathan will be telling us about the Icelandic Yule Witch, Gryla, her 13 children, and her giant child-eating cat. This time, the only content to be concerned about is our bad language as usual. Other than that, it's pretty damn wholesome. So sit down and enjoy. Nathan, what you got? Uh, well, I got some Icelandic folklore. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty old, uh, and it is not tradition. Didn't t- traditionally start off as uh, Christmas folklore. Um, so it is the story of Gryla the Yule Witch, and her family. So, Gryla was originally, uh, I guess, conceived in poems and stories in around the 1300s. Sorry, in the the 13th century. Uh, She showed up, started to show up in poems and in, in, like, Icelandic folklore, uh, she was a like a a mountain ogre or giant, um, and let me show you guys a picture of her uh, who lived. Uh, she lived in the mountains with her husband. Um, she's hot, right? <laughs> she's a great, great looking, uh, great looking <laughs> lady. So essentially. Her whole thing was that she she was sort of the personification of winter, um, the darkness and the cold, and the fact that the Icelandic people really didn't have much control over what happened. So they kind of created this personification of winter, knowing that this land wasn't really theirs. They were sort of just leasing it and whatever the land wanted to do, it would do to them. And they just had to try their hardest to survive. Now, over the years, Gryla sort of became more of this, um, folklore story about, well, if you're bad, Gryla's going to come down with her 40 tails and her her ogre-ish look and her sack and her knife, and she's going to snatch you up and throw you in the sack and we'll run away. Like, be good. <laughs> um, and eventually, in the uh, 19th century, she eventually became associated more with Christmas. Um, her whole existence was 
wrapped up in winter, but now there was an opportunity to start telling kids about this with the combination of like the December area of be good and you'll get your presence and the, and the Yule, Witch isn't going to eat you uh, or take you away. So she's um, so quite common. Oh yeah. So it's, it's still a common folklore thing. Uh, it is still common within Iceland for people to know about Gryla, uh, her husband's, and the family, including their cat and her 13 kids. Her um, husbands? So, yes. Uh, she has one current husband. Um, so, she's got one husband who is... His name is Lepaldi. And he's just a lazy, cave-dwelling, do-nothing. The kids aren't his. All the kids are from her previous marriages. Uh <laughs> And when she got sort of fed up with her previous husbands, she just ate them. <laughs> oh. It's like, yeah, you know what? I don't need you anymore. You'll make you good food. You don't have to go through divorce then, I guess. Well, yeah, there's nothing to split if someone's dead, right? Um, Perfect plan. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gryla is this Again, like as they as they say, she's this. She's sort of like Iceland's version. She's kind of like Krampus a little bit, but she's got this like extended family. Um, Krampus with backstory. You right? Yeah, uh, but she's got a cat. Um, and the Yule cat, interestingly enough will go around looking for kids who were not wearing new clothes around the new year. And if you're not wearing new clothes, the cat will eat you. Sweet. Yeah. So the story behind that is the Yule cat is this, uh, was this thing that was obviously created to keep people and kids in line because new socks and like underwear and stuff were considered to be like pre Christmas presents. Okay. Uh, so if you were good, um, you'd get those, you'd get socks and underwear kind of thing as you know like your new pajamas kind of to wear for christmas morning when you're opening your presents Mm -hmm. Uh, so if you're not allowed to so if you're not wearing them you've obviously been bad and the christmas cat's gonna the yule cat's coming gonna come and get you Um, (laughs) so here's a picture of the yule cat uh that someone drew up oh okay okay (laughs) yes (laughs) Holy shit. <laughs> Again, being part of like a giant, uh, a giant like family or ogre type family, this thing is fucking huge. Uh, there is uh, a more cute version that someone drew up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I like the person in its mouth. The, the first one is my favorite. That's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. So the great thing about all of this is that um, everyone sort of has a role, right? Uh, and even even the 13 sons have a role. So there's not this there's not a whole lot of like really in-depth lore on this, but there are a lot of kids. And I'm not gonna try and tell you guys the Icelandic names of each of these 13 kids. <laughs> but the the Ulads show up for 13 days. Uh starting on December 12th. And showing up consecutively, ending on January 6th. So the first Yule Lad will show up on December 12th, and then the December 13th, the next one, 14, 15, 16, all the way till the 24th. Uh, and then on their 13th day, they all sort of disappear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was one of these things that parents used to be able to, they kind of like, it gives them an opportunity to sort of play tricks on their kids uh, and if their kids have been really good, then obviously these, these Yule lads are kind of like having 14 or sorry, 13 Santas just kicking around. Mm. So if the kids have been good, then they get like 13 different sort of pre Christmas gifts as well. But all of their names kind of, They kind of feel like excuses that someone in the 1300s made up about their brother or something doing stupid shit on the farm. Um, so, like, the English translation for for these uh, for these guys are is sheep coat clawed, and his and what he does is he harasses sheep. <laughs> uh, gully guck. Uh, he hides in the gullies, waiting for an opportunity to sneak into, like, the cow shed and steal milk. Uh, Stubby. Uh, he's abnormally short, and he steals pans to eat the crust off of them. <laughs> Gross. Uh, spoon licker. Steals and licks <laughs> wooden spoons. Uh, also terribly malnourished. What? Um, Thank for that. <laughs> yes. Uh, pot scraper. Loves to steal <laughs> leftovers from pots. <laughs> uh, bowl liquor hides what under kids' beds. These <laughs> children right. are very hungry. <laughs> <laughs> hides under under beds, waiting for someone to put down their asker, which is a type of bowl with a lid on it. Uh, oh. And then he steals it. And I've got a picture of the asker right here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, door slammer <laughs> likes to slam doors, especially during the night, waking people up. That bastard! Right. <laughs> so all of these things that these guys are doing, like their little mischievous bullshit, just feels like excuses that a yeah. kid would make up. No, no, no. It was it was door slammer. It was yeah. it was the Yule lad. He's kicking around yeah. these days. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, we don't call him John anymore. We call him Spoon Licker. Steer Gobbler. Um, one of them, uh, a lad with a great affinity for skier, which is similar to yogurt. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sausage <laughs> swiper. <laughs> Hides in the rafters and snatches sausages that are being smoked. This one right, this one right here, is the one that I would blame. Oh god, this would be my issue. I'd be like, oh, there's like freshly smoked sausages out there. I'm gonna take one, and then when I get caught, I'm gonna blame it on some random Christmas thief. (laughs) So good. Uh, window peeper. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> a snoop who looks through windows in search of things to steal. I hate this. <laughs> Door sniffer. <laughs> he has an abnormally large nose and an acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate leaf bread. Leaf bread? Uh, I really... If I had known this prior, I could have asked my Icelandic friends about this. That would have been so good. I'll have to bug Kelly about it. Yeah, you'll have to do a follow-up. Yeah. So leaf bread looks like... It almost looks like a... Okay, so it's like a traditional Christmas bread. Um, It's like really thin fried bread. Is what it is. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um. Meat hook <laughs> uses a hook to steal meat. Oh well. You know. Why don't he and the sausage swiper pair up? And just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, know. they probably do. <laughs> that just combo. I mean, yeah, like. Three days after, though, because obviously Meat Hook isn't around until Sausage Swiper's been around for three days. Oh. Uh, Candle Stealer follows children in order to steal their candles. Oh. uh, Which were once made of tallow and -hmm. thus were edible. Uh, That sounds gross. So, there are 13 Yule Lads. Some there are some more like obscure Yule lads as well. Uh, some of the like Eastern Icelandic folklore tells of uh, like a couple of female uh, Yule lad pranksters uh, who just stole melted sure. fat by stuffing it up their nose and putting it in socks. What? <laughs> yep. Oh. Too much. Yep. Ugh. Um. So yeah, it basically it's they're, they they can be categorized into groups: uh, those who steal food, those who play tricks or harass people, and those who are basically just delusional. Uh, uh be a delusion from nature. Um. <laughs> but it, one thing that I that I kind of dug up is that the the Yule lads used to be a lot creepier and scarier obviously coming from such a dysfunctional family there had to be something else there right like these these descriptions are pretty current uh like Mm -hmm. what 
people use currently to tell their kids about this family. Um, they used to be a lot creepier, and apparently, at some point, the super creepy descriptions of the Yule Lads was actually banned. So parents aren't actually allowed oh, no. to like use them to scare their kids. Okay, but like, sense. did you find them? <laughs> I I couldn't find. Uh, trying to look around and and look for them, I couldn't find any of the more creepy ones. Okay, um, Hallie, take note and ask your friend because I need to I know need now. To. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I need, to, I need to ask them because I I feel like they would at least maybe have an idea. Maybe. Yeah. God, okay, I need I to mean, know how I bad was know. it? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, I mean, she's cutting up kids, so like... <laughs> yeah. And that's the PG version. <laughs> right. Let's see. Yeah, so that's the that's the Yule family. Um, that's, yeah. There wasn't a whole heck of a lot more on that. Uh, the... Uh, the Smithsonian Magazine had a couple of really good articles on it, which I've pulled some of my information from. Um, a lot of the information that I was able to find crossed over a lot. Uh, interestingly enough, the the wiki article on the Yule family was the one that was able to give me the most information on what each of those lads was supposed to do. Um, Hmm. but I was able to find a couple of the places to kind of shore up and, and, uh, figure out that information. Um, but yeah, most of the pre 19th century stuff on, on this family was word of mouth. Like a lot of this stuff is, right? Uh, folklore is a lot of word of mouth. It's, you know, kept within communities. There's not a lot of writings on it. Um, supposedly there was a couple poems written here or there. But pre-19th century, not a lot of information. And no real written written information. So trying to find stuff is mostly... I guess uh, pulling from interviews with folks who sort of know the roots, uh, and yeah, that's cool. <laughs> this is really weird shit, and I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh! All right. Well, I guess is that is is that what you that is that it? That that's it. That's it. All right. Go hang, go hang some mistletoe in, in your doorway. And don't kiss under it, apparently. Don't kiss under it. <laughs> go find a horse skull. Go paint it. <laughs> Dig up a horse skull. Watch out for the witch that eats kids. <laughs> and her weird ass family. Kids. Yeah, and her cat who eats kids and is gigantic. <laughs> and her kids that don't eat Are- kids. Maybe that we know kids. of, maybe yeah. yeah. Maybe that was the that problem. Like, that could have been the problem. 
I'm like, no, but I want the, 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 the roasted leg of kid today. No, I do. No, go lick that bowl. <sighs> well, I guess that's our holiday episode. Mm-hmm. Merry holidays. Hello. Merry holidays. Merry holidays. <laughs> Merry Merry holidays. All that jazz. Happy Merry Lude. Happy. Yep. Yep. Go be nice to somebody. I hope you guys get socks and fresh underwear. Hey, I would not say no to that. Like, no lie. <laughs> I hope your neighbors give you booze. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap, folks. It's been a wonderful last two months of running the show. We love your enthusiasm and look forward to delivering up some more wacky and unusual stories in the new year. As always, you can find all the links, notes, pictures, and resources mentioned in this episode at thehumanexception.com. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at The Human Exception to stay up to date with all comings and goings. And feel free to reach out to us to correct our mistakes, provide additional information, suggest stories, or even just to say hi. You can reach us through our social media or send us an email at thehumanexception at gmail.com. We hope the rest of your year is pleasant and that 2021 might make up for some of the madness that was this year. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Wait, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. It was so wholesome. It was good. No, it's really good. I like it.